So, you know, I want to be able to talk about everything. Because I'm a, I'm a deep ass person, so I like some deep ass conversations. You know, the ladies can tune in to, or, or gentlemen, you know. We need black banks. We need black grocery stores, black hospitals, the whole nine. Soft life, soft life. That's what I manifest. Because great things are going to happen. Amazing things are going to happen. Somebody that is slow to anger, you know, very patient. I just want to look at him and be inspired. Be honest, baby. Be unfiltered. What's up, y'all? And welcome back to Unfiltered Sisters. We're your host. I'm Poka Lene. And I'm Raya B. And this is our podcast about health, love, spirituality, and a little bit of everything else in between. So today we have a wonderful guest. She's a makeup artist by day and a worshiper all day, every day. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. She's from <laughs> Nashville, Tennessee, and recently got a new spot in Antioch. Uh, she enjoys traveling, spending time with her family, and trying new adventures. Without further ado, please welcome Coco. Hi, y'all. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing good. I had a wonderful day today, and I'm just, I'm ready to get down to business. Let's talk I about the real. You. Okay. Okay, let's get straight to the point. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so. The first part of our show, we like to kick it off with a quiz. Um, this is our unfiltered quiz, which is the easiest test you'll ever take. All we ask is that you be honest, be real, and be unfiltered. And then we'll wrap it up with our last segment called Deeper Talk. And that's a game that we like to play to invite thoughtful conversations. So okay. you ready? I'm ready, honey. Okay, okay. <laughs> so we're going to... um. Go over health first. Uh, we kind of like to keep it in order with health, love, and spirituality. So um, first question we have is, um, I know that you recently switched to plant-based diet. So what encouraged mm. you to want to try a plant-based diet? I saw a change in like my mood. And I just was on a journey to just feed myself, whether it was music or you know, the things that I watch and even food, feed myself healthy things that would encourage a high um, frequency type mood. So I just really wanted, I was on a journey. I was on TikTok scrolling up and down. Ooh, I'm like, yes. listen, what can I do? Because every day I would get up, you know, sad, you know, kind of like not always sad, but sluggish. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I was just like, let me just pay attention to the food that I'm eating. And being on a plant-based diet, it has truly helped me. And I have seen the change. I was on like a trial um, a trial experiment with the plant-based diet. But um, yeah, it's definitely taught me like how to take care of my food. I mean, how to take care of my food and myself. <laughs> yes, I love that. Insane. I, I feel um so my first time trying a plant-based diet, I did it for like three months and mm. like cold turkey. Um Ooh, I, I was <laughs> it was it was hard, but it, it, it became very worth it. But mm -hmm. um, I was on that same journey of just like wanting to feel better. Like it was so much bigger than just like wanting to be skinny or wanting to mm -hmm. 
it was like, no, like, I don't, like you said, I don't want to wake up and feel sluggish or have the, the mental fog or, or feel like I want to go to sleep after I eat. I was like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm yeah. to, to feel energized and to feel clarity and to wake up and feel ready for the day. So yeah, more productive. So, um, I know you kind of was like, oh, when she said cold turkey. So how did you transition? I uh transit okay so I took out meat and I started eating like the mushrooms and the ch uh, chickpeas and all of that and then slowly I started like just implementing substitutes whether it was cheese I I um replaced my regular cheese with vegan cheese vegan mayonnaise vegan ketchup everything vegan but even like with the vegan stuff you got to be careful because mm -hmm. they they put this stuff through all these processes and you never know what they're putting is probably worse than the regular ketchup. So yep. I had to, you know, continue to do research and just pay attention to my body and to see what I liked and what I didn't like and how to fix the food that way. But yeah, I slowly kind of like transitioned and you can ask my family, like, it was like, everybody's going to hell if they're not vegan now. Because I was like, I'm learning all this stuff. I was like, I want to save my family. I want to save my family. Okay. But it's like, <laughs> but it's like everybody is on a journey and they have to do it at their own pace. So I, after a while, I tried to like respect that. But yeah, I kind of did it like slowly. And then I kind of like put everything out. But what I noticed is... I was trying to like maintain it. And when you're not used to it, it can be high maintenance, like mm -hmm. to get the vegan food, go out the way to get vegan food when you're living with your family at one point and they're buying, you know, spaghetti, macaroni, and you're yeah. like seeing them. So it's <laughs> just like, it's really about discipline too. But yeah, um, that's, those are some of the things that I did to kind of like slowly get into the plant base. I love, I love that. Yeah. And um, same for me and my kids, because we we've uh, I know I spoke about it on a previous episode. We cut out pork and mm. um, we've been um, on a journey of cutting out red meat. So we've been doing ground turkey mm -hmm. and um, we've also stopped eating like uh, the red dice 40s and the oh, yellow things like that. So, you mm. know, a lot of it is we just you know, it's about reading the labels, you know? Yeah. So, um, and I've also taught my kids to, you, when you go to the store, you make sure you read down this label, you make sure, you know, it doesn't have this, this and that in it. And, you know, if so, it's safe. Cause like you said, even some of the vegan products do have, you know, just additives and, um, some of that mm -hmm. processed food and, or, you know, the processed additives and stuff in it. So you really got to just really be careful and be mindful of, even putting that stuff in your body so um yeah it's it's definitely like y'all lady said just a life changer it's it's really helped with my moods and stuff as well so mm -hmm. kudos to you girl yes yeah I wanna I wanna actually uh like commend you for teaching your kids because a lot Thank of people you. They they strive for generational wealth. Like I gotta get this money. I gotta get this. Da -da 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 -da. But it's like, bro, teach your kids how to survive in this mm -hmm. crazy world. Like yeah. you have to teach your kids. That's the true generational wealth for me. Like just teaching them how to live, teaching them how to eat. Because a lot, the, the main reason why we eat this way is because we grew up this way. Mm -hmm. So after twenty years, you're trying to break a twenty thirty year habit it's like whoa yeah like I'm literally like 
a trailblazer in, in this field. So yeah, I definitely, I definitely commend you, honey. I'm I'm on the same road once I have okay. my kids. Yeah, thank you, right. <laughs> it's crazy because it was um it was actually a lot easier than I thought it was going mm. to be. Like I thought they was gonna give me a lot of pushback or you know, mm. can we do this? Can we, you know, just one more day? Yeah. And honestly, like they've been, you know, keeping up with me like oh yeah like mom we can't do this we can't eat that <laughs> and then, you know the first the first day that I've started the uh red dye 40 a little funny story um me and my son was in a car well me and my kids was in a car and my son was like reading off like all this stuff that we're gonna have to cut out you know hot cheetos and mm -hmm. uh, strawberry pop tarts and stuff like oh, the fruit God. pebbles and so um, we we carry on. We we on to a different conversation at this point. And we turn around and my daughter is back there crying. And we're <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? And so she's like, I just you don't want to talk about it right now. So a little later on, she was like, yeah, like I'm ready to talk about it. So, you know, some of that stuff you was reading off is my personal favorite. <laughs> So cute. So I'm like, it will be okay. We'll find, you know, other things mm -hmm. that we can substitute. But after that, you know, she hasn't given me any pushback. So it's it's really been um very, you know, just enlightening to have them be able to, you know, just be on this journey with me and you know, not really give me no hell for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and it that reminds me of what we're talking about, um, like um, what Coco was saying about like you know wanting to to encourage your your children to take on these new habits. Um, I had read a, a post, and this man was like, you know, referring to how people say like, oh, like I'll die for my kids, and he was like, you know, you only die once, like you live. Mm -hmm. Why don't you want to live for your kids? Why don't you? Mm be healthy for exactly let go of that for your kids and that mm -hmm. the the wealth that we so badly want to pass on to them is is knowledge like that's that's power right there so exactly yeah, like giving them the the power and the tools to to be mm -hmm. healthy, happy and and to um to be kind I think that's the the best thing you can do for your kids exactly most definitely I agree and another thing for all the, the people like me, because I know you were saying, you know, like looking at the back of the labels and we talked about sometimes healthy foods um, can actually be unhealthy by, you know, the packaging and label, very misleading. Um, an app that I use called Yuka, Y-U-K-A, my little sister put me on and it is the bomb. So you you scan the barcode of product, mm -hmm. food, it can be, you know, toiletries, whatever, and based off the ingredients, it will tell you like what it ranks. And they have literally from like zero to a hundred. And um, it will tell you like if there is an ingredient in in the product that is bad, it tells you like, you know, this is a high risk. Like you need to, you know, mm. um, or to say like this is a low risk or a moderate risk or whatever the case. Um, because I don't I don't know how to pronounce some words on the back of them labels. I'm like, Listen, yeah. I'd be like uh, 40 <laughs> dash 40. I don't need that. Dash five. Okay. I, don't need that. <laughs> I feel you. I love that. Thank okay. you. Of course, of course. Gotta get my girls hip. Okay. We in this together. Period. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna oh. have to use that for sure. Love it. Um, and what what are your your health goals, Coco? Like, what are you trying to maintain or achieve with with becoming healthy? 
You know, I thought about that. And to be honest, I'm just on a journey to feel my best so I can do my best. Um, I do, you know, every girl want a big booty, you know, slim down yeah, okay. in the way, you know, aside <laughs> from that, <laughs> aside from that, my main goal is to really just like take care of myself, whether that's taking vitamins, going on a walk every day. Like the other day, my mom, she called me and she, she just heard it in my voice. She was like, you've been in the house all day you need to go walk you need to move every time winter comes along you know you get in that seasonal depression like she's like so my main goal daily when I wake up and it's kind of hard when you're in like a new transition like moving into a new place you kind of lose like focus because you're trying to get the house together and everything but yeah my main goal is just to feel my best maintain my focus and finish what I say that I'm going to do that is my main goal like it sounds so simple but it's a daily challenge for me so yeah yeah discipline is seriously one of the hardest things I feel like I've ever tried to attempt in my life like because it, mm-hmm. it does it takes so much even when you get the habit down like you still have to have willpower to carry everything out like, mm-hmm. even, you know, like when my alarm clock go off in the morning by habit, that's going to happen. But it takes willpower to get my ass up out of bed and to work and <laughs> do all those. Mm-hmm. Things. Most it's, definitely. It's a lot. Most definitely. So um, what what do you find to be the hardest about clean eating um, aside from, you know, your family still kind of partaking in, you know, the unhealthy eats? I think uh, clean eating, like when you're transitioning, is kind of, I'm not going to say hard, but it's challenging to find like your favorite foods because you're learning all these foods and let's not talk about how much money you got to spend. So it was like, oh, Jesus, like, do I really like this? Am I going to buy a lot of this for the whole week? And During like inflation. Most, right, right, right. And most of the most of the food is plant based, so it goes bad quickly. So in, in, unless you like put it in like glass Tupperware and all of that, but how many of us really have glass Tupperware laying around? So it's just like, um, yeah, that's that's the hardest thing for me. And I'm not really like, well, in this season, I'm not gonna say I'm not a cooker because I'm learning. And I'm yes. speaking it into existence. Yes, don't say not, baby. Right. <laughs> I am learning how to cook. So that was kind of like challenging to see like what I like on, on the mushrooms, on the chickpeas, and adjusting to the different texture. You know, even though you know it's good for you, that don't mean it always tastes good. So right. um, that's the most challenging thing for me. But I did kind of find like my favorites. I like... um Cooking like the vegan uh, burgers with the uh, black beans and the pico and you just put it all together um, in the blender and then you mold it and then you just cook it on the stove. So I like that. Uh, What else? The oyster mushrooms, y'all. So good. It tastes like chicken. (laughs) If you cook it right, it tastes like chicken. So, uh, <laughs> you're gonna have to yeah. make me a believer. <laughs> no, for real, it tastes like Everyone chicken. I promise. 
oyster mushrooms, and believe it or not, the vegan cheese that I've been trying out is feta cheese. I love feta cheese, like even the regular cheese. So when I tried it, I was like, mm, this just tastes like regular cheese. So yeah, it's just kind of like being curious and not worrying it so much about, oh, I'm wasting my money. You're not wasting your money. You're investing in yourself. Exactly. And I think a lot of the times when we start investing in ourselves, because we're not used to it, it's kind of like, this is a waste of money. Let's just do what I know. And in this season in life, I'm trying to unlearn that and uh, substitute that with, you know, new things, a new mindset. So it really just takes a lot. It's not just, oh, I'm going to go plant-based. It's like a whole mindset because you're feeding your body something different and your flesh, your body is like urging for those other foods, the hot wings, boy, late at night with the rich. <laughs> Yo. Ain't nothing like it. <laughs> okay. It different. <laughs> no, it hit different. So I really had to like stand my ground and be like, no, we're going to eat this. We And I felt better, but it's like, I still crave the other food, you know? But after a while, once you get, you know, in the hang of things, your body will, you know, get along with the process. Yeah. And and like you said, changing your mind. So you change your mind, so you change your life. So mm, 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 mm. Yeah. and it's it's easier said than done, but I definitely give shout outs to everybody that's doing it, you know, breaking those generational curses and mm-hmm. uh, you know, just just really trying to unlearn those habits, like you said, and, and relearn different things. And so um, as far as mental health, I noticed you said like your mom had um, suggested that you take a walk like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, um, or the season of depression. So uh, what what do you practice to maintain good mental health? So I personally, I serve the Lord Jesus Christ, my savior, because a lot of people say, God, I'm like, which God you talking about? I don't know. what, <laughs> But yeah, um, I pray a lot, you know. I have a uh, accountability team that kind of like, like my mom that points certain things out daily. I make sure that I have a consistent morning routine because it's important to start your mornings like with positivity. Um, I try to be in the sun a lot, even because I work from home. So I'm looking for a window. I'm looking for, if it's a rainy day, I'm like struggling. I'm like, God, I need some sun. I need (laughs) some sun. Like it's so, I didn't realize how important it was to me until I started learning more about myself. But sun is just so important to me. Vitamins, y'all. My journey with vitamins has completely changed. Every vitamin is not made the same, first off. And I know that, you know, we work hard and we try to afford, you know, the vitamins at Walmart and stuff like that. But to be honest, I did an experiment and I started like buying these high end vitamins and it was a pretty penny. I'm not. And I was living with my parents at the time, so I couldn't afford it. But when I tell you I knew that it was a difference immediately Mm -hmm. taking that magnesium have y'all taken magnesium before yes patches i have yes like my vitamin patches my mom takes magnesium she is a a firm believer (laughs) girl (laughs) magnesium glycinate i think that's how you say it like it's a game changer the girlies on tiktok 
they didn't put me on, but they put me on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I kind of knew about it before, but it's viral on TikTok as well because it just relaxes your body and it's what we need. It's in our greens and a lot of us don't eat our greens. So is that's a big part like the vitamins I take daily is a big part of like my mental how I kind of keep it under control and just combat different thoughts that I have throughout the day like you could just be walking in your hallway walking in the bathroom and you'll think you're a failure like where did that thought come from Mm -hmm. what the heck I was just thinking about cleaning the bathroom but when I get those thoughts believe it or not I have to speak out loud like no like, I, I look crazy if somebody was here. I, today, I did it. I was praying around my house, and I was like, no, I'm not a failure. I'm not lazy. It's just about getting in that routine of, like, praying and seeking God's face and doing the work to really maintain your health as well, you know, because faith without works is dead. So you got to eat right. You got to take your vitamins. You got to exercise. Do I exercise every day? No. <laughs> this, that was one of my challenges but I do see when I do exercise um it really does help a lot even though I don't feel like it yeah and and I love what you said about the Walmart vitamins because baby I now I've been hipped on that for a minute now but I got yeah. Walmart vitamins and like you said I went to the high-end vitamins mm-hmm. and start getting them from um like sprouts and mm-hmm. just different places and girl they are not the same not, <laughs> the, not same. the same vitamins and I'm like um something in the milk ain't clean because <laughs> this, <laughs> this ain't right but yes I I'm definitely there with you and and how you said, you know, just having to stop yourself from um, those bad thoughts. And it's it's mm-hmm. really good that you're aware of that. Um, I was reading a book and they were talking about just kind of how your subconscious mind uh, creates them thoughts. You know, when you're doing good, when you're having those positive feelings mm-hmm. and, thoughts and how it can just overcome you and your subconscious starts thinking you're a failure, thinking you're doing bad and you know, and, and they did recommend to kind of shout out and say, no, like I'm, I'm not doing bad. I am doing good. And kind of just reverse Mm -hmm. that, that thought, that thought process and start thinking positively again. But again, you have to be aware of those things as well. So yeah, definitely. Well, I, I gotta get hip because I, I didn't realize all vitamins were not made the same. I still yeah, girl. part of mine. I just re-upped my probiotic vitamin tonight at Walmart. So mm-hmm. I should have said something a little sooner, but it's cool. <laughs> Hold <laughs> on now, because I did have a probiotic to take. Yeah, okay. Don't start with it. Yeah, yeah, they sell some good ones. No, no, no. They, they sell some good ones at Walmart, but it's like you gotta do your research because even like the capsules of the vitamins, the vitamin could be good, but what's in the capsule of the vitamin is dirt. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you, you're putting that in your body every day and it can affect the potency of the actual vitamin. Vitamin, But I could definitely, um, what's some brands that I, Pure, uh, let me see. Gosh, Lord, let me say it right. It's Pure Capulations or something on Amazon. Okay. Um, that's where I get my magnesium. Um, that's where I get a lot of my vitamins now because I've just seen a huge difference. I'm one of them people like once I find a brand, I'm sticking to it. Like I don't really yeah. have to change it. But yeah. 
Yeah. And then um, <clears throat> as far as like what you were saying um, about like those thoughts that, that come to you, um, I think it's important to have grace and mercy, you know, for mm -hmm. and uh, we, we can get caught up in um, one. What do I want to say? We can get caught up in, in looking for external validation, looking for mm -hmm. validation and thinking that um, our achievements and what we have, cars and houses, like define who we are. And, and that mm -hmm. things don't make you successful just like it doesn't make you a failure. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you yeah. putting your energy towards your health and wanting to be disciplined and wanting to be a better person. Like that is how you can determine if, you, if you're succeeding or not. Like, you know what I'm saying? Waking up and yeah. feeling good. Like, oh my God, I'm, I'm going to have a great day. Like that's success. Mm -hmm. not even mm -hmm. About money in the bank account or anything else. So it, it really is. We just kind of have to reframe um, what we're feeling and, and give ourselves more patience and grace. And yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like everybody's success is, you know, defined. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one's person, one person's success may be totally different from another person's success. Um, so I, I feel like that should be accounted for as well. Yeah, I think a lot of us, we look on social media and we get our definitions of success from there. And it's kind mm -hmm. of like. You see the people with the big butts, the big cars, houses, they got money off of YouTube, just posting one video. And I promise you, I was one of them people fooled by. It. I was like, I want to do that, too. I want to travel. I want to. <laughs> but it's like as I started to, you know, mature a lot more, not to say it can't happen for anybody, but that's not what success is to me. Success is. Trusting in God. Success is getting through the day without, you know, breaking down or, you know, crying. Success is sharing the gospel of, you know, what God has for you, what God has done for you. And it's simple. And I think people make it so complicated because they're trying to uh, appease like other people's expectations. Exactly. And it's like, listen, sis, I I'm alive. I'm in good health. Like, I don't have to have a million dollars in my pocket to have a good time. Mm -hmm. You know, I think a lot of people, they don't like to deal with what's inside the trauma and, you know, the healing that they have to do from the trauma. So they seek external things to help them escape, whether that's buying a new car, getting BBL. I mean, don't come at me, BBL girls, but I'm just saying <laughs> there's some people that do that. There's some people I, that yeah. do that, you know. So I really think that we as a generation and as a people, we need to redefine what success is according to, well, I, I definitely have redefined success in my mind according to the word, because you can go off of other people's success, but it's like, it, it, it has loopholes, you know, like if that doesn't work out, I asked one guy I was dating, I was like, um, how do you define the success? And he was like, yeah, just providing for my family. And yeah. So me living life, I I know things happen. And some men, they come into hard times. Like my father once before, he lost his job. He couldn't really provide for us as he did before. So to me, 
a regular old girl, like young girl would have been like, oh, that's sweet. But to me, it's like, mm, do you want to rethink that? Like, because at times you may not be able to provide for your family. Does that make you unsuccessful? Exactly. Right. We are made mm-hmm. from a place of victory. We are victorious. So it's kind of like the material things providing is not really our job. Our job is to trust God, trust that he will provide for us. And that's what makes us successful. Without him, we're, we're nothing. I heard that. Um, so yeah, while we're on the topic of, of men and things like that, let's go ahead and, and jump into love. Get to the tea. Get to the tea. <laughs> let's get to it. <laughs> um, so do you want marriage and kids? Uh, yeah, I do. I do want marriage and kids. I love the idea of it. But, you know, a lot of my families, my families, my family is married. And I've seen firsthand the work that it actually really takes to sustain a a holy like matrimony marriage. And it's like, mm, at times I'll be questioning. I'm like, do I really want this? Do I want to <laughs> deal with this? But yes, I, I do want it. Am I ready for it? I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready right now. But yes, I do aspire to be married and to have kids in the right time. And yeah. I heard that. You better say that. Mm-hmm. Can it be like that? Because I, I should be on the fence, okay? Dating <laughs> <Like, laughs> for sand first before we decide. <laughs> <laughs> um. So when you are dating, what what do you look for in a man? What characteristics? pop out at you so when I'm dating you know I kind of straight away from looking like from the physical stuff like I mean to be honest yeah I want to be attracted to the man like come on now but I don't I don't count on that as much as I used to now I count on like how you speak um what values you hold like now it's a deal breaker like if you don't love God, it's kind of like, what are you talking about? Like, what are we talking about right. right now? Before I would, I would be like, okay, it's cool. Like, you know, once you get around me, you know, you may, you may mm-hmm. love God a little bit more and stuff like that. But um, yeah, that's a deal breaker. How he treats his mother, um, how he works through conflicts. Like, I really want to know that. Like, I want to know the, the nasty stuff first mm-hmm. because it's like, that's what is going to come out when you go through life. <laughs> you exactly. gonna see that other side. I want to see how you get angry. Like how how do you handle conflict? How do you get through hard times? Do you drink? Do you go out with your friends to the club? Like what are you doing? Because one thing's for sure, two things for certain. Life is gonna happen. We're gonna go through some yeah. arguments. We're gonna, you know, go through stuff. I need to know. Are you dependable? Are you stable? Can I trust you? Um, and if you're not in a place where you're as confident, where do you where do you source your energy from? Like, okay, we we're not perfect. I'm not expecting my man to be perfect because I'm not perfect. But it's like, do you read your word? Do you pray? Do you have an accountability partner? Do you have a group of men that you can go to. I'm struggling with watching porn. I'm struggling with doing this. I'm struggling with cheating. I'm having thoughts of cheating on my wife. Where do you go in those times? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I want to know that stuff. Okay. 
That, okay. was, that was so good. That gave me goosebumps. And it, um, I had seen a video earlier this week, and this woman was describing the difference between a uh, personality and character. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely feel like when I first started off dating, and even like just obtaining friends, like I would go based off personality because mm-hmm. what you cling to first in a person is, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, are they fun? Are they exciting? Are they funny? Are they, you know, whatever. Um, but like she described character as being um, reliable and being mm-hmm. trustworthy and being, you know, all those things that it's like, you know, we can be blindsided sometimes mm-hmm. in relationships mm-hmm. by by the things that do pop out to us, but are not sustainable. Like they, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like personality is not going to carry a relationship yep. or a friendship. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's important to to see, you know, whomever you end up with, to see them in every season, to see them, like you said, angry, depressed, anxiety, because mm-hmm. emotions, though we don't want them, we're going to experience it. Like, yeah, exactly. it's going to life. So, how do you manage manage that? How do you go through those things? Because it's it's inevitable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks. And I think it's also important not to paint pictures for them. You know, once they mm-hmm. show. You- who they are you know that's who they are don't paint them oh well no like he has the potential to be somebody else or you know what I'm saying because nine times out of ten we're seeing potential that they're not even seeing you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so you know it's it's very important not to just paint these pictures that they're a good person if they're really not a good person you know what I'm saying and Mm -hmm. not to say people can't change but I I've, I'm a firm believer that if they haven't changed for you and it's been a few years, it's nine times out of ten, you're not the one that they're going to change for. So. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um. So yes, I um heard that you are celibate until marriage. So yes, definitely yeah. love that for you, okay. girl. Right, right for me. Okay, okay baby, I did. I'm ready. I'm I'm already knowing. Um, so that is amazing. Um, so how does your celibacy determine who you date? How does my celibacy determine who I date? Um, it doesn't. It just is kind of it works in my favor because it's like when you're dating somebody and you tell them, hey, I'm not having sex. You immediately know what their intention is. Okay. There's some guys, they'll try. They'll be like, you know what? Oh my gosh, I respect you. I respect. And don't get me wrong. I got a nice personality and I flirt a little bit. So they may get the impression like, uh, she's not serious. But yeah. baby boy, I'm serious. Okay. Right. My last experience, I had told him, this guy, um I told him that yo I'm celibate like you know but we went out dancing so you know I'm dancing down yeah. okay I'm not I'm celibate not boring come on now okay. <laughs> so I'm dancing down he's like okay and he we made it three dates and ghosted me I did not kiss him I did not you know do anything nice guy great conversation but that last day, after that last day, I was like, okay, God, I really, li-. I actually opened my mouth and prayed. I was like, 
God, I really like this guy. And I pray the prayer that we all scared to pray because we know God going to answer it real quick. <laughs> I was like, if this is the one for me, show me a sign. Yo, tell me why. After I prayed that prayer, he did not text me back mm-hmm. at all. Like, not a good morning. And every day before that, we were like, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Mm-hmm. Every day, every day. So I'm looking for that same energy. Not text me back. But it's kind of like a good thing because I it's not like I want to waste my time with people that's not for me. Right. So it's definitely hard when I do find people that I like, you know, vibe with. Like you don't really mm-hmm. find people that you just vibe with like that all the time. Mm-hmm. Th- that's when it becomes harder. But right now it's kind of like things that I do to keep myself. I can't be listening to R&B music all the time. Yeah. And it sucks because it's like, that's what everybody listens to most of the time. <laughs> but I had to, I did an experiment. Like I do experiments with myself and I'm like, okay, like for a week or two, I'm, I'm going to stop listening to Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion? <laughs> girl, that is my girl. Uh, Jasmine Sullivan, her, SZA, Summer Walker, like all of them, like I had to cut it out. I had to cut it out and start listening to more inspirational gospel music. Every now I dibble and dabble like in the R&B, but not really. And that's helped a lot. Some of the movies that I watch, I can't be too heavy in the sex scenes. Like Mm -hmm. if I'm going to do this thing, I need to do it. Like if that means I have to sacrifice a lot of the other stuff that, you know, most people do, like so be it. I can't hang around some friends, you know, the smoke and the weed and all of that. I can't do that no more. I can't be in that environment because drinking and all of that, it personally gets me horny. Like I, it gets me going. (laughs) It gets me going. Don't let me have a man on my line. I'm like, what you doing 2 a.m. in the morning? (laughs) You up? (laughs) You up? So those are just some things that, you know, I had to like really cut out. And, and this may be TMI, but these are for the girls that are really like trying. Like if you're dating somebody, God, I'm just giving all my secrets out. But if you unlock them. If you're dating somebody and you really like them and you're trying to be celibate, wear granny panties. Hold on now, because I love my granny panties. I do too. I love my granny panties too. I ain't going to (laughs) count. Wear granny panties. But me personally, I'm not about to do nothing with no guy like if I'm wearing granny panties personally. So I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I'm like, "Mm." I'm going to wear some granny panties because he's a little little keeper. So that's kind of like helped me, you know, every now and then. It's not always successful, you know, but... Um, that's helped me, you know, along the way. Okay. I love it. So how soon do you tell a man? Like, do you kind of come out and just say it to where if he, if this ain't going to work, it ain't going to work or Mm -hmm. you kind of wait till you like him, or how does that work? Well, I used to just tell him straight out because I'm really like a straightforward, blunt person. But as I started to date more, I just tell him when it, whenever it comes up, you know, um, I don't wait any longer than like the second, by the second day that I'm telling him, like I'm letting him know, like this is what it is. But normally it does come up in the first day. Cause that's just something people just talk about. Like, mm-hmm. you know, 
So, um, yeah, I tell them when it comes up and I'm very like straightforward, like, hey, um, I just I don't have sex. I'm celibate right now. Um, and I just see what they say. Like, that's pretty much all. <laughs> it yeah. comes in conversation so it may seem awkward when I say it now but it's kind of like you just ease your way on into it and every guy is like oh my gosh I respect you for that I do mm-hmm. and in the back of my head I'm like okay get to it get to it, okay. get to it. <laughs> your body language is saying something different sir. right <laughs> no but it, it has saved me like a lot of heartache and there's actually been some guys that actually really tried they really tried to hang in there and do it and it's just you know we just we're not compatible we learned that we're not compatible but most people don't even get there because they have sex like so early that it's kind of like a a blinder like oh yeah you think you're compatible can we say dick on this can we say dick (laughs) okay I'm like oh his dick is so good like you know a lot of my you know friends or family members or whatever they be like oh it's so good but it's like is he a good person what's his favorite color okay like where does he go to relax like right man yes so blindfold you (laughs) Clearly, <laughs> I know a lot of females like that, blind about a dick. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> I feel like I would be one if I was having sex. I'm so serious. That's one of the reasons why I'm not. Like, obviously, the main reason is to like honor God because I'm personally I'm trying to live. I'm trying to change my lifestyle and live more according to His Word. Um, it's not easy. Okay, but um, that's my goal. You know, that's my goal. So it kind of started off like nobody really wanted me. As a dark-skinned woman growing up, a lot of guys, they weren't feeling dark-skinned people. Until Mm -hmm. I got to college, the chocolate is in, everything's in, you know, give me the... Okay, so that's when it became kind of harder. But... In the back of my head, it's kind of like, I just didn't want to, I didn't trust. That's what it was. I didn't trust the guys that I was, I was fooling around with. So I just never really did it with them. So, and then now fast forward into like almost 30, I'm 26, not 30, but you know, almost 30. (laughs) (laughs) You might as well go all the way. Okay. Just go all the way. Yes, you're already damn near there. I know, right? Like, so if you could describe your dream relationship, what would that look like? Um, girl, I don't know. Maybe like waking up, uh, to my man. Um, the communication on point, like even in conflict, that's my biggest thing that I'm working on now. Like even in conflict, trying to communicate effectively, um, just praying together and being really genuine and trusting God through our trials and tribulations, um, hanging out with my family, going out, spending time together, watching movies together, like all that cute stuff, maybe a couple matching outfits in there. Uh, <laughs> But just Yay. like having, right, just having like real conversation and really like digging in to know each other um, 
and just having that intimacy, you know, just me and him trusting God together, like we're in it together, teamwork type. Yeah, that's kind of like my dream relationship. Yeah. Shit for me. Yes, okay. <laughs> for real. We need, we need healthy black love. Like I'm I'm so mm-hmm. sick of the toxic images of black love in the media because it, it really does like mess with kids. Like kids are so impressionable. So mm-hmm. in the media seeing, you know, all these movies and watching these videos of like black love just kind of being degraded i feel like they mm-hmm. you know i'm saying it does it, it puts like this 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 thing into our mind where we don't want to date our own kind where we feel like it's too mm-hmm. hard. it's too hard to you know what i'm saying this that and the third and it it, it really just kind of puts like a, a negative narrative on on our love and i i hate that like no yeah. you gotta black love back okay Mm-hmm. I, I heard that and I, I totally agree with that because it's it's like we're pushing this toxicity like these reality tv shows that are being pushed up mm-hmm. on us and you know folks beating up on each other mm-hmm. and you know cheating and taking them back and you know it's like you see more pain than you do you know purity and you know mm-hmm. it's just it's sad to see and now it's like you know, we we define love as, oh, you know, if he's not blowing my phone up 125 times, mm-hmm. then he don't love me. If he's not coming and, you know, banging on mm-hmm. my door and picking my door in, that he don't he don't care about me. Like, what, baby? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> yeah. So, yes, I, I definitely agree on that one. Yeah, so, I, I definitely feel like black love is always been there. It's just about what the media pays attention to. Mm-hmm. And the same thing that happened, kind of like some of the same things that happen in toxic relationships, I would say, happen in healthy relationships. The difference is how you get through them. Exactly. The people don't want to see the healthy way. They don't want to see you calm. You to- actually talking to your man about why he cheated. Obviously there's some emotion there, but it's like in healthy relationships, healthy marriages, it does happen. I've, I've witnessed it firsthand, but it's like, I've also witnessed healthy relationships get through it and end up on the other side and still together. And that's what we don't see. The social media is kind of like, he cheated? Oh, no. Oh, no. Or you'll see, he only cheated once. I mean, he's a man. Absolutely not. (laughs) The two extremes. I'm I'm going to get one up on him. I'm going to go cheat back. No. Yeah, and I think it really just goes back to us in our single season. You know, the the people you attract is is kind of like you have those traits as well at times, you know. So at least that's what I believe. And I, I've noticed that the more I feed myself positivity and to come back the negativity in my life, because the negativity is there. You know, we can't ignore, even as a Christian, we can't ignore like the negativity being there. It's really how we get through it, how we move through those situations. And that's what set, sets us apart from everybody else, you know? Yeah, most definitely. Um, so let's get into the relationship with yourself okay um, what is one act of self-love you do for yourself every day hmm 
I would honestly say every day I wash my face. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, it's important. You don't really think that is like crazy, but it's kind of like, for me, it's in the fundamental things. Like there's been some days where I will wake up, you know, it may sound nasty, but like when you're really not feeling yourself, you're not feeling yourself. So it's kind of like, I at least brush my teeth, but like, it's kind of like going through the days, just wipe my face. But I wash my face every day, but the difference is like taking the time to like really get in there and like yes. just really wash and take a shower and all of that. Like, I think that's where the love needs to be the most. Mm-hmm. A lot most of people, definitely. they rush through that, but that's one of the most intimate times that you have with yourself in the bathroom. That's why it's my favorite room, like in the house, like the bathroom got to be on point because when I'm in there, I'm thinking about decompressing I'm thinking about the day I'm just like everything I'm washing everything away so that's just one of the self-care things that I would do daily now the maintenance stuff I do that weekly but daily I would say like definitely taking the time to wash my face and like really get in there and you know all of that and and, you know it's crazy because I um just learned that this year, like, um, cause I'm, I'm big, you know, I have kids, so I'm big mm-hmm. one rushing through, taking a mm-hmm. little shower and jumping out, trying to see what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and you know, this has always been, you know, since they were babies. And so it's like, I'm just trying to rush through, hurry up and put my lotion on, hurry up and put my deodorant on, you know, just mm. running out, running, getting, getting the day started. Mm-hmm. One of my faves, the hood healer, um, she made a post about that one day and was just mm-hmm. like, you know, you ladies need to start taking your time in the bathroom, mm-hmm. you know, um, going in and really, you know, loving yourself in that bathroom. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, just when you're putting your lotion on, don't rush through that process. Take your time. Take your time washing your body. Take your time, like you said, washing your face. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I like to speak those affirmations over myself, you yeah. know, when I'm getting myself together. So, and it does change a lot when you're, you're in there and you're not rushing through and, you know, it, it does make you love yourself a lot more and appreciate your body and stuff like that. So that's mm-hmm. definitely big. I'm glad you, you touched on that. Because, um, what we were talking about in our love episode about like love being responsibility, mm. And even self-love like that is mm. responsibility to to yeah. face, brush your teeth to eat healthy to stretch to you know do all these things that we think as like a daily routine but like no this is a part of loving yourself this is yes exactly. yeah so yeah but I saying like what you said about I say my affirmations while I um like mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and what I've started now, cause I, I started stretching every day cause I work from home and so I'm mm-hmm. down a lot and it's just like really bad on my back. Um, mm. so whenever I stretch, like I say, um, like affirmations for my body, like, you know, I, I love my legs. I get to walk around. I love my arms. I get to hug my loved ones and things of that because hey. I've always struggled like, you know, with my, my image, my weight and, yes. um, tricking your or not tricking yourself but I guess shifting your mind to mm. to say like you know what you love about your body has helped me so much so yeah yes. yeah most definitely I love that 
So I like- would say one more thing too. Mm-hmm. This is another tip for the girlies. Okay. I would say like at times I don't do it every day, but I do put on music and I just twerk naked. Like in the mirror. I just twerk naked. And it's kind of like <laughs> Lord, all the saints, all the saints gonna be like, oh God. <laughs> but listen, I gotta be real. Like I tw- I like twerking. Yeah. The Lord hasn't delivered me from that yet. <laughs> but <laughs> I like twerking and I twerk naked sometime when like I'm feeling good, sometime when I'm feeling bad. I wanna see my body. I wanna see yeah. how it moves. And I want to see, like, and I want to get the gist of, like, because I would say this, like, they just had a challenge on Instagram, like, post a picture from 2017. And you could see yourself in 2017 and be like, yo, I'm so fat right now. Like, I gained mad weight. But in, like, twerking and, like, dancing and moving Mm -hmm. your body, it's kind of, like, especially while you're doing naked, you're looking at your body. I feel like a lot of women do not look at their body. Yeah. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. You do not look at your body, baby. Girl, look at your body. Look at your boobs. Look at your stomach. Look at it. Like, because you can't expect no man to accept you if you're not accepting you. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I'm not trying to preach on here. Drop them gems. Yeah. Girl, I'll be looking in the crevices. I'll be looking at my body. I want to know my body before I, you know, have sex and marriage. I want to know exactly what's going on. So sometimes to boost my mood, you know, or just to like do like a little checkup on myself, I twerk naked in the mirror. And I'm not ashamed. And so I said, who is doing this? Baby, I stay doing that. Okay. I stay in the mirror twerking. I'm saying, I just love it. Turn myself off. (laughs) And even like when I'm laying in the bed, I've seen a meme about this. But even when I'm laying in the bed, like, you know, you put one knee up and just start going in the bed. Like, yeah, that's how I'm gonna do it. Yeah, like, stop. No, for real. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Yeah, so we've talked about um, your walk with God through a lot of the the episode, and I I wanted to ask you, um, what inspired your walk with God? Um, essentially, like, I just hit rock bottom, like, even though I was raised in the church. But a lot of people, they do go to church as a formality, you know, like, oh, I went to church on Sunday and that's what I was doing. Like, because I was raised in the church, I didn't have no other choice to go to church. Um, But when I actually started going through things, mostly like in college, I was like, yo, I really need to have a conversation with God. Like, I'm tired of like doing this, oh, thou God save me trying to pray like you know a sanctified christian and i don't even understand the word for myself i don't understand how to communicate with god i don't understand who he is i just know that he's good Mm. and whatever that means like you know like a lot of people don't really know the true meaning of god is good until they Mm -hmm. go through certain things so it was when i hit my rock bottom like my mental health took a shot um and it just looked like it. Like I, my room was dark, clothes everywhere, food everywhere, sink so dirty. Like 
it was just dirty. And a lot of the time I could tell like where my mental health is by the way my room looks. That's my first sign. Because if my room, now give or take, like if the girls want to go out for a little girls night, you know, I'm rushing to find an outfit. Okay, cool. (laughs) But like on a daily, like you, you couldn't find no time to clean up. You couldn't find to this day. Like I make sure my bed is made. That's very important to me. Like the bed yeah, has to be made. Um, so yeah, it's when I hit rock bottom, I kind of had no other choice. I was like, yo, if people saying that God is talking to them, I want to know. Like I kind of like challenge God in a sense, like talk to me, you oh. know, like talk mm-hmm. to me, speak yeah. to me. I know that's I'm right. tired of the people telling the testimony <laughs> like God spoke to me. Me. <laughs> I love that I love yeah that. and it me really too. came it really came from a place of like strong emotion and I was like crying out to God like telling him how mad I was and that's what he wants like a lot of people don't want to be vulnerable with God because they don't necessarily know him or see him but if you believe he's real you should believe that he can take care of your bills he, he can take care of your mental health take care of your family and yeah, that's what I really just had to pick, put God to the test. And he was, he had no problem, no problem showing up for me. Okay, no okay. problem. You better say <laughs> you better <know>. <laughs> Right. I've been Please. here. I've been sticking up for you. Now you're looking at me. Now we finally looking at God. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times he be doing stuff from us, but we don't acknowledge him. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like God has been the same throughout my life. It's just me positioning myself to actually see his good works in my life, you know? I understand that. So um, what did you do to kind of pull yourself out of that hard time? Um, Like what practices did you partake in? Yeah. So apart from going to church, it's, it's important to go to church. I would say that. Um, It's important to have an accountability partner or group. Um, because a lot of the times in my depression and I, I definitely struggle with depression and to this day, I struggle with depression. Um, people, sometimes you can't pull your own self out. You need that person whispering in your ear. You can do it. You can do it. The same thing. My mom in the midnight hour, like three o'clock in the morning, I'm calling her on the dot. I can't do this anymore. But she would say the same thing every night. You can do it. Turn on the light. You can do it. Clean up your room. God has you. So apart from like having a going to church, have an accountability group that you can trust. Like they'll tell you the truth in the midst of your storm. Right. And um, another tip is reading a scripture a day. Mm. Believe it or not. Like I was talking to my grandmother and she was like, I was like, grandma, like, I don't understand the Bible. um, And I don't really live like the Bible. Like, I still want to drink. I still want to go party with my friends. I still want to do that, those things. And she was like, it doesn't matter. Just read one scripture a day. And I kid you not. I am a living witness. The more I read a scripture, one scripture a day, you don't have to understand it. Just read the scripture. Like, it's good if you understand it, obviously. Read the scripture, and throughout your life, your desires will start to change. I'm telling you I'm a living witness, and I'm so surprised that it worked on me because I didn't realize 
that God will actually give you the desires of your heart, meaning that he will take your desires and give you new desires okay. of your heart. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, so that meant like me reading his word is learning about him, whether I'm conscious or, or not, I'm learning about him. And the more I read, I promise one day I was just like, I don't want to drink. Maybe one drink. I, I'm going to just, I'm going to drink one drink today. Then more time go along. I really don't feel like drinking. It kind of like makes me sick or I don't like the taste of alcohol. And I have to give God the glory for that because I know he pulled me out of that. He pulled me out of the desire of wanting that lifestyle all the time. Now I do like to have fun and there's still some things, some desires that I do have that he is still pulling me out. And I have to be transparent with you. It doesn't happen overnight. This is uh, like, uh, I've been in relationship with God for, I would say like two, two and a half years now, like really serious about it. Um, so this is a journey, but God will meet you where you are. Like a lot of people in Christians and I apologize on the behalf of the church, we get on here and we try to co convict people yeah. from where we are. Mm -hmm. But it's like the more I'm learning about God is the Holy Spirit and God will convict that person. You just got to tell your testimony. You just got to spread the truth, spread the good news of the Lord and let them hear it. And that'll plant the seed. But God has to do the work in that person. We can't make other people change. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's pretty much kind of like what kickstarted my journey with God and everything like that. Yeah. Okay. So before we let you go, you're going to play a little game with the okay. favorites. Um, so this is Deeper Talk. And okay. if you are the guest, you do get to choose the category. Okay. All right. So these are the categories that we have. We mm -hmm. have dreams, exposed, beliefs, life lessons, courage, or self-awareness. Mm. I'm going to go with it. Ooh, that's hard. Self-awareness. Where in your life do you feel misunderstood? Is it my turn? Is it my turn? I go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm first. Wow. Okay. Cool. Uh, <laughs> you on the spot? Um, misunderstood. I think in my communication at times, when I get very passionate about certain things, um, because of like the authority and my voice, sometimes people misunderstand my intention. Mm. Ooh, that mm -hmm. is very good. Yeah. <laughs> What about you, Raya? Um, who? Um, I feel like I'm honestly like an all-around under misunderstood person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just throw it out there. She's like, where um, do I start? You know, you know like what's on <laughs> we have time for that. Like. For real. <laughs> but um, no, for real, I really do. Um, I feel like a lot of people are kind of misled by me, just um really off um I know and and me and you was talking about this the other day just me kind of having like a nonchalant uh like emotion um mm -hmm. so you know it's it's kind of hard for people to read me and you know I always I always get that from people like 
oh, you're 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 intimidating. I don't want to come up and talk to you. And you know, mm-hmm. I you know, I'm scared to approach you. I'm scared to you know, kind of pick your brain. And it's like. I'm a, you know, a, a good person, you know, just come have a conversation with me and, you know, we gonna have some jokes, we gonna have some laughs, but, you know, I just, I feel like, it, yeah, I, I'm working on me though, because I'm like, Lord, maybe, maybe it is some of me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not everybody else. Maybe it is some of me. So yeah, we, I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I can, I resonate with that too, though. I do. I would say for me, I feel misunderstood when it comes to, um, I don't know, I guess kind of like being aloof. I feel like people think that I am aloof or like kind of, I guess, emotionless. And mm. um, I I think for me, number one, I'm I'm the same way. Like I, like I could be excited as hell and just be sitting here with like a blank. Little. you know <laughs> <RBS> all <laughs> and it's like people like like what's wrong with you and I'm like oh no like I, I feel great like what's, what's wrong with you like what the hell is going on? Like, yeah. but I, I, and I'm also like 50% introverted and mm. there's times like I want to be left alone and there's nothing wrong like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not upset I'm not I have like no like I just want to experience my own energy and that's the thing like mm. I love being alone like that is how mm. that's how I recharge like when I mm-hmm. you know, some people get around a, their group of friends and like hey like I'm you know that's how I am mm. alone I'm like no so um I love that yeah, people think like oh like you know she's like you know like hard to approach or she's you know introverted and it's like no, like I'm extroverted as well when I feel like it, when I want to be. And then mm-hmm. I'm just like chilling. I love being by myself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I, I feel like even with all my relationships, you know, it takes a lot for them to learn me because it's like, you know, like you said, I, when I want to recharge, I don't want to talk to you. I want to be by myself. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I'm a, a big do not disturb person. So I'm putting my <laughs> phone on do not disturb. I'm not about to answer your calls. And it's always what did I do? Did I do something wrong? Are you mad at me? And it's like, no, babe, like, I'm just, this is how I recharge. This is how I reset and refocus. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love being with myself. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people can't handle that. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of people can't handle it because they can't handle being by themselves. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's important. It's important. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's a part of self-love. It's a part of loving yourself, being able Mm -hmm. to be with yourself, be, be with, um, you know, just all of you, you know, and like we said, get naked with yourself. So Mm -hmm. I love it. (laughs) Right. Shout out to self-love and twerking. (laughs) (laughs) Work for (laughs) self-care. Yes. (laughs) okay y'all this brings us to the end of our episode thanks for tuning in to unfiltered sisters i'm your host raya b and i'm poka lene be sure to like subscribe and follow us on all available platforms and we will see you guys next thursday